trying not to look at an overweight tourist wearing leopard skin speedos and a sailor's hat. After getting bored and hiring a car, she spent much of the rest of her three-week break driving around the Greek island. She had intended for the holiday to be relaxing, a chance to get some space after a series of murders where the killer had sent her severed fingers from the victim through the post. After almost becoming the final casualty herself, Jessica had wondered what she wanted from her future. Given her state of mind and accrued unpaid overtime, she was given permission to take a longer holiday than most officers got. She went away not knowing whether this was the job for her, and returned none the wiser. So little had changed. Jessica ignored Roland's assessment, slowly moving her car forward as the lights ahead turned green and the line of traffic inched along. The car that had been trying to cut into her lane edged in behind her, and Jessica felt a small pang of utterly irrational elation at the minor victory. Dave started to hum an upbeat tune Jessica didn't recognise, which only added to her irritation. The lights flicked back to red just before she could drive through, and, although she thought about not stopping, she slowed before putting on the handbrake, coming to rest at the front of the queue. "'Can you stop doing that?' she asked irritably. Rowlands turned to look at her. What? The humming. Sorry, didn't even realise I was doing it. You've been doing it a lot recently. This whole domestic bliss, moving in with your girlfriend thing, has almost turned you into a normal member of the human race, albeit one that hums. Rowlands laughed quietly to himself. It's Christmas in a few weeks. Aren't I allowed to be cheery? No, it's unnerving. Jessica reached towards the fan controls and turned them off. She hoped the mixture of cold, then hot air would even itself out and make the final five minutes of their journey bearable. To her relief, the thudding rain on the metal roof started to ease. She peered up at the still red traffic lights, then looked to her left where cars continued to speed across the junction. The screeching noise was the first thing she heard. It sounded as if it had started some distance away, but it was hard to tell because of the rest of the ding going on around her. Jessica quickly looked to her right as a black car squealed across the junction, wheels locked, spinning on the drenched surface. Everything seemed to happen in slow motion, the vehicle twisting a full circle and smashing into a lamppost in the centre of the junction before being hit by a blue car coming from the opposite direction and completing another half-spin. Jessica blinked trying to take in what she had just witnessed. For a fraction of a second, it was as if everything had stopped, even the rain. Without thinking, she switched off her engine and got out of the car. She didn't say a word, but Rowlands was moving too, and together they dashed across to where the mangled car had come to a halt. Jessica headed for the black vehicle, Rowlands towards the blue one. Jessica could feel her heart beating quickly as she arrived at the wreck, There was a huge crack in the windscreen. The deflating airbag pressed against it. Car horns blared around her and other people were approaching the car. Jessica took out her police identification and shouted for them to stay back, at the same time pointing at a man who had his phone out and telling him to dial 999. Because of the way the car had spun, it hadn't entangled itself with the lamppost, instead bouncing after being hit by the other car. Jessica moved to the driver's side door, trying to peer through the cracked glass. 
The mixture of rain and condensation made it hard to see through the other windows, and she took a snap decision to open the door. As she did, a splash of dark red blood from the inside dribbled onto the ground. The cream material lining of the seat was also drenched. Jessica knew instantly the driver was dead. The blood-soaked airbag had begun to sag onto the driver's lap as Jessica finally allowed herself to look at the victim. She had seen plenty of dead bodies in her time, but this one was a distorted mess. Jessica quickly realised why. The seatbelt clasp hung limply by the door and fastened. She felt a shiver go through her as it started to rain again, droplets of water streaming down her face as she tried to put the pieces together. Despite the mess, the driver's greying hair made him look as if he was in his fifties. She didn't know for sure, but it appeared that his neck had snapped. It could have been him hitting...